0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
0: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt.
1: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
2: Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with the Brentford fan show. The chaps from Be Sotted are in the building. Is uh, a good return for GP, all right, Gary Paul?
3: Evening, Squire. You'll notice I'm not smiling as much as beginning of the season. I'll,
2: I'll, 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 I'll tell you something the, the mood in here. Is, is absolutely shocking. It's like a you've summer. Dark cloudy. It's, over it's like place. a morgue. You know. Mm. I mean. You've come in all black as well. Yeah. lately. You know, is that black or is that a navy? Is that is yeah, so a... Cashmere? No. No? no, no. Can't, For, can't, can't afford that, mate. Fair enough. <laughs> Cotton mix. <laughs> uh, Dave Lane's in the building. And Billy the Bee as well. Yes. I mean, genuinely. You're
4: not your usual sprightly self. Well... To we have been to the pub, really. Yeah, the the <laughs> thing is, that
5: what happens is that last Wednesday, we got so springy and bouncy before we came in here,
4: and I think we we be picked too soon. <laughs> well, Saturday just took the stuffing out of us again. You know, we, we came in here talking about a point, you know grabbing a point out of the jaws of defeat at West Brom and then uh, within 25 seconds we're a goal down after some calamitous defending, then two down, then three down and it was just like, yeah, we we rallied a bit, and um, uh, but it was just more of the same, we didn't need that, didn't need it at all, did we? No, not at all, I mean, I'd, I did say to my mate at
3: half time, we were fairly comfortable at one point in the first half, unfortunately that was when the uh, the, um, Swansea player was down getting treatment, and there was an eight minute stoppage, at least we weren't conceding during those eight minutes, but the rest of the time, it was just dreadful.
4: You know, and the, the only other sort of, like, well, a reasonable plus point is it's it goes down as another by-one-goal defeat, you know. It, it, all of our defeats have been quite, well, just by one goal. And, you know, it would suggest that, you know, well, at least we're scoring goals still. Um, but it's just, you know... Yeah, but we cannot
3: defend. We just cannot defend. That's the problem. Dyke, Housen, was given nine games. Thomas
2: Franks on eight.
4: Yes. Yeah. Well, we, we, you know, historically we were told that there was, you know, the, the reason they they got rid of um, Marinus Dykhausen was the fact that you know there was there was it was more than just the results. It was there was more. They were they were unhappy with more than just us our our, our you know our results.
5: Hasn't hasn't Thomas sorry hasn't Thomas Frank had nine games as
2: well?
4: If you include I've got eight. Well, but, so you you know, one one one. Yeah, we, one, re, one reg- him, regardless, yeah. you know, he's got a, he's, you know, it's a it's a stinkier record than Marinus is, without a doubt. Mm. You know, and, and 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 what what is clear uh, is that there's, there seems to be more wrong. Um, I, the, 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 the players aren't performing to any anywhere near the levels we're expecting them. The defence that was you know being ranked at sort of forty million pounds worth of players, they look like you know a park team at times. they this individually, we're still great. You know the squad is. There's, you know, we've got quality pretty much everywhere, but they're just not being gelled into a into a into you know, a team at the moment. As
5: I said. Some, I mean, somebody came down to see the game on Saturday who watches a lot of football, very well, very big into football, and he said you know what he goes I've seen you a few times recently you've played this game against Swansea you've got better players than Swansea I saw you play Sheffield United you've got better players than Sheffield United but both those teams are a better team than yours so basically they're putting a better team together and they play as a better team and I think this is the problem that we have at the moment now we are and everyone everyone knows it everyone's seen it people on the terraces they go to football a lot you don't have to be football experts to know what's going on and and to have your feelings and you're not being as we said this before disloyal in Mm -hmm saying it as you see it you know and saying basically we are not you know we are not playing right we're not doing the right type of things we are not a team at the moment now because a team you know when we go behind fair play to Brentford they've done well in coming back from behind but we don't have that feeling that we're going to win games at the moment now
2: of course I I um I I came up with these quotes you know that I'd spotted uh from from a, a different news outlet on uh, on social media at the weekend. The first one um was from the uh a reporter who'd been at the game on Saturday who asked very simply why are the team so bad at defending. Thomas Frank took a pause and said good question and left it there and the report said if I can process the answer the answer is that you don't know why the team can't defend Um, Thomas Frank was then asked how long have you and Brian got to get this right do you think and he said the whole season does that concern you Dave?
4: Yeah of course it does Um, you know I mean I'm not going to actually defend his language because I think that might be patronising to him. Because you know his English seems to be very good, and that that must have been um, part of his in- interview process: is how he's going to deal with the press, how he's going to cope when when questioning gets a little bit tough for him. I think that is naive in the extreme, I think it's um a little bit flippant as well um whether he means that i don't know i I'm, I'm, sometimes i'm I'm not quite sure how how sort of that that language kind of translates um but he, he can't he can't believe that he's got all season to sort this out he, he can't you know there are people that um aren't pinning pinning everything on him they're saying that you know it was it was um, there were problems before he took over and um, you know the, the this this not winning had started under under Dean Smith but for him not to be able to really sort of not ball out the, the the players, but kind of identify the defending issues for each of those three goals and work out where and how we get better because we're 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 hemorrhaging goals in in um in phases. You know, we we, we against Preston, we we leak three goals in no time at all. Saturday, three goals mm, no QPR time at all. Well. QPR no time at all. Derby no time at all.
3: The problem is the defending issue is something that's been, actually been there all season. Um because we the goal we conceded at Leeds, the one at Villa, these goals are just so simple and every single time we get a free kick so every single time at Oppo we get a free kick wide lo- right or wide left, we're sitting over with our head in our hands, quaking. Do you think Thomas Frank is a man who, who let's be fair, you know, he managed uh, you know,
2: in Denmark Bromby. Bromby um and and You know, don't get me wrong, he he did well with them. I know he took them to like a Europa League qualifying players before leaving them in 2016. Is he cut out for this football league? And when I mean that, you know, in, in Dean Smith, you had someone who has literally spent his entirety, the entirety of his career here in England, you know, those sort of stereotypical cold Tuesday nights in Stoke where you're gonna have, you know, the old fashioned game you know, just 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 balls lumped in towards you and you know, you need to know how to defend properly, defending a line. Do you think we're seeing and I'm gonna bring up something else which you probably won't like, do you think like Jokanovic do you think we're seeing someone who may be doesn't quite understand what English football is about and and doesn't quite understand that, you know what, you need to be so strong in defence and you need to build from the back. Well,
5: first of all I mean again you're, you're, you're equating it to, to what's happened before with, Brent, with, with with Dijkhausen the one point like we say we have to we have to emphasise with Dijkhausen is that it's come out since that he left that you know there were a number of things that weren't right with him the training techniques you know uh, the way that he went about the relationship with the players all this kind of stuff which is which is quite important in the s- s- sort of scene of things what we did is that we got Dijkhausen from Holland he was very very green he came from he came from he came from some which is nowhere okay he came from somewhere to england and you know he was really you know he'd say things like you know the speed of the game is really fast so what brentford did they said hold on a second we've made a mistake with dyke Housel. We've taken her out here we thought he'd be able to do a particular job so that's why thomas frank has been brought in he's been there for two years and he's learnt the game and he's learned about the football game and all this kind of stuff which They've tried to not make that mistake, so I think that I would be very, very surprised if you turn around and say, he doesn't understand about defensive, he doesn't understand, he's, he's lived here for two years, he's brought his whole family over here, so he understands that. I think what is, there is a couple of things which I think are a bit more important, is that we have to remember that we've taken Dean Smith and, 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 and Richard O'Kelly out of the mixer here, okay, and the three of them worked together, and Dean Smith he had a really bad spell, then he got better, and he also learnt with Brentford, and the team has grown with him, and players have come in with him, you've got, you know, um, Ollie Watkins has come in as part of his, Romain Sawyers, they're all part of the Dean Smith team, Dean Smith loads, you you can't, you know, dismiss the fact of what the feeling may be within the squad for him leaving, how much they might have bought, how much Richard O'Kelly might have bought to it, you know, putting the hand around and the and the relationship that they might have had there, you remove that from that and you put somebody else in there and he stepped up yeah, from but, an assistant to a manager. Yeah, but the, the, but it's, his, it's his job, you know, he, he's replacing. No,
4: he is, but I'm just saying to you, you cannot, you cannot underestimate. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, it doesn't underestimate or not underestimate, he, it's his job to replace those two. If he can't replace them, he's not the one to replace them. And, and, that, and that is, that's my, that's my philosophy on it. Oh. He, he can't, he can't be almost he can't be he can't be worse than them they can't know that he can't do all of those things that they did and appoint him to be the job if Th- you need that, if you need those things to do the job
2: I'm going to take elements from both 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 of what you said you know Billy you, you turned around you said you know this is his gig this is you know what he, he's supposed to be doing and it's evident because he's come out and said that he's got you know all year all season to go and do this job however if Brentford head down into the relegation places and are flirting with relegation and Matthew Benham realises I'm building that stadium over there we're building it for championship football and to hopefully progress and, and, and go into the Premier league he's got a clock and he's going to realize you know that that um that it's not going to work um gary we're going to come back with the audio i want to get your thoughts on it as well don't forget the social media as well at be sorted on on twitter at love sport radio as well and social media is an inter- interesting point we'll talk more about it after a short pause five
0: five eight a.m love sport love sport five five eight a.m
2: Everton won Watford nil in the Premier League. Watford just uh, missing a chance after a shot by Abdullah DeCore was deflected up and over for a corner. Gary, let's get your thoughts on on, you know, the situation and, and, and the debate we were having before about Thomas Frank, maybe his future, and maybe whether the Brentford Board made the right decision.
3: Yeah, I guess my thoughts with Thomas Frank are I'm not too sure that again we've touched on, you know, the 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 setup of the coaching. I don't think it's right. Um, not that it's particularly wrong. I mean, I think we're all surprised that things have gone south this quickly and this badly. But, you know, I think we do need to get somebody. Somebody's got to work with those defenders. Because, as I said, that issue with defending has been there all season. The problem is now we're making stupid mistakes, which are compounding it. And rather than letting one goal, again, game will end in two and three. Wasn't it at the beginning of the season? First, f- three or four, well, matches, it was five look, matches? Yeah, yeah, but if you look at the Leeds goal. The, the goal we considered at Leeds, the goal we uh, considered at Haskell. That was October. That come later. That was October. You, well, if yeah, but if you look August at August and September we no, were all right. No, but there were several games that we lost points from winning positions because we gave away a free kick wide right or wide left and it was and it was flat and it was floating, flicked in over the keeper one one. We, you know, we, we Those have now turned into one nils and two nils and two ones and 3-2s because we keep on doing it.
4: And we did we did say at the time that you know have we been sussed? That, that was when we first started to 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 kind of raise the question whether um, the, the opposition has kind of rumbled our weakness. And now they 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 certainly have. And um, Chris Meppham kind of alluded to that in his in his in his quotes today, um, saying that you know he he he's obviously admits to the fact that we're really susceptible to the long long high floated free kick. And he obviously realises that you know that's that's what that's what away teams do to us where possible. That's that's not to excuse the first two goals, which weren't floated yeah. balls. But and they, they were that's just... the championship, well, well, yeah, quite yes, yeah. It, it is, and it isn't. I mean, there's a lot of teams that play play foot you know, play tiki-taka football, and they they'll take you on in a game. But when they play against us, they realise you know they, that maybe they've got a little bit more now.
3: But that's what i was saying. This has been, an, I think, this has been an issue longer than people have been paying attention you know there's something smouldering in the corner and if you don't deal with it it'll turn into an inferno and it's becoming an inferno now yeah let's uh, have a listen
2: to what the fans had to say following the game against Swansea the weekend
5: clearly things aren't working in the camp let's not Uh, kid ourselves with that second half performance which was far 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 better than the first. Simply is no leadership at the top of our club uh, on the playing field and I think at the moment Thomas Frank needs to look at his position. He can't obviously motivate the players they not playing for him, there is something really wrong, we have got to start making a change because it's no good saying we won't be in a relegation battle, we are rapidly approaching a relegation battle. We have got to sort it out and I'm afraid it's got to start from the top. Uh, we weren't unlucky, we
6: let three goals in very easily. Uh, I think our only defender today uh, that can hold his head up is uh, Rico Henry, I thought he was superb throughout the game. Uh, the other three... Uh, not so well Uh, we're we're just lacking lacking in confidence lacking in in, uh, top quality defenders I think or you know confidence in defence but uh, yeah we deserve to lose that game because we let three goals in
0: if there's one team in the football league who would lose the game for a 3-0 is Swansea I was impressed with Brentford today but scoring after 30 seconds will help any football team whatever side you play mate even at 3-0 if if Brentford get the next goal you never know when the free kick went in I thought Swans to get a point at most. Uh, we've, we're a bit fragile, young team, young squad. I thought we we're going to. You hit the bar twice in the last 20 minutes. Remember a good side at 3-2. Did I think you get a point? Yeah, 100. percent
7: I have two levels of worry. I have a worry when we're losing games, and I have a, a massive worry when we don't know like we're going to score. Um, so at the moment, my, I I'm in a sort of a the I'm in the medium worry stage because we're losing football games. Uh, Because we are scoring goals and we look like we're going to score, I'm not like in the sort of the high end worry. Um, We have not got a team that can afford to get dragged into a relegation fight because we have not got a team that are going to battle you out of the bottom three. But if we get dragged into it, we have got big, big problems because we don't have an Alan McCormack to battle our way out of it we don't have a Jonathan Douglas to battle our way out of it and we don't have a Tamani Diaragorara to battle our way out of it um, I don't see those players at the club nowadays and that's fine when you're winning but when you're losing and you're losing a lot you sometimes need something a little bit different and um, I don't know where it's going to come from at the moment. August, September we look one of the best sides in the league well beat We look well beat and the, the, the turning
6: point for me is that today, I think I'm right, don't worry me on this, I think 9 of the 11 today played against Rotherham first day of the season we smashed them 5-1 we were second in the league in August we were brilliant in September so you have to say it's the manager whatever he's trying to do isn't working he's made good players worse whatever system he's playing is actually making these players we we didn't but we had not i'm gonna just sorry to be interrupting you but we hadn't won in i think it's six games in dean smith as well was it that is true but we were drawing games so we had this resilience about us under frank we've lost seven out of nine and every game we're fighting battles where we're conceding these goals in clusters, so I don't think we're far away, but we're finding new ways of losing games and that has to come down to the manager because he is the one that's putting this team out and the players that were performing under Smith are just not performing now and that has to be because of the manager,
4: the system that he's playing and the team that he's picking. It's not a winning mentality at the club at the moment and uh, the, the only way you, that you address that is by by shaking it up and you need to identify where, where the issue is and I, I do not believe that Thomas Frank is the right head coach for Brentford Football Club Um, who who that is I I don't know, I I, I feel sorry for him and it's unfortunate but sometimes right man wrong place right, right man wrong time
2: Yeah, uh, some interesting points being made there. A Swansea fan uh, just uh, were talking about how we thought Brentford are 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 a good side. Very quickly, there's been a goal though in the Premier League, and it has come for uh, for Watford. They've grabbed uh, an equaliser this evening. Uh, Everton one, Watford one. It's being listed as a Seamus Coleman own goal. uh, That one. Um, Yeah. Where do you stand with those comments from from the fans?
5: I think people have like I say, talked to their opinion and there's and heartfelt feelings from people when they're seen. They don't want their team to lose. And at the end of the day is that no one, you know, listen, everyone wants Thomas Frank to come in and for us to be completely and utterly successful. And if it's not happening, people are going to say what they want. They pay their money. They say what they say and they come out. And I, I think judging on the performances, they're justified. And I think that also people within the club, even though they can't say it outwardly, they will also turn around and say, actually, they're justified. We need to fix this. So there is a, there is a situation where you know there's two or three situations that can happen. Thomas Frank is decided that he's not the right person and then somebody else comes in or they or they give him more time and they give him more tools to help him fix it or something else happens you know what i'm saying but that that, that is the scenario what we have to deal with it but at the end of the day thomas frank is our manager against hull we need three points against hull you know uh he's our manager against bolton we need three points against bolton and i'll be i'll be honest with you because I, I was thinking about this today because i was thinking actually you know not be funny because Every time you change something and you change something again, it all just, it all just goes a bit horribly wrong. And I, I would much rather it just was fixed right tomorrow and then it was just brilliant for the rest of the season, right? Now, whether or not that's going to happen
4: or not. I don't know, but that's that for me. Is the ideal scenario? We're, well, we you know, yeah. We obviously we want we always want it to be better than it is, especially at, at times like this. You know, and we we ran a poll on on Besotted tonight. We had 500 votes in two hours, which was so, you know obviously so we could read the results out tonight. So basically, we said the uh, the question was: Now the dust has settled on Saturday's defeat to Swansea. What do you think should happen regarding Thomas Frank? In your opinion, and um, someone said that is a bit loaded, that kind of gives the impression that the problem is just Thomas Frank Um, That's a a valid point, but the problem is clearly, you know, something needs to change It can't carry on for this so, um, I was a bit surprised actually, it was closer than I thought only 54% of Brentford fans that voted in this want Think that Thomas Frank should be replaced immediately, um, and then obviously uh, the remainder is left up um, re- is left up with um, to give give him a few more games, 33%, and give him the rest of the season, 13%. So you have got 46% of people thinking that you know he deserves more time, um, and then 54 thinking he, he should be going immediately. So you know I, I don't I wouldn't say that you know there's a huge I mean the majority is there that they think he he's not the right man, but you know I think there's a side Amount of people that think that you know a few more games at least. Yeah, as I
3: said, the mood the mood is turning. And that's the problem. I think there was a lot of people that kind of the way you know that first half hour on Saturday yeah, was a straw that broke the camel's back.
4: Which is why we always say you know that's why I said tonight. What now the dust has settled? I mean, after the game, the the numbers would have been really different. But you know, uh, so it can't go on like this. Problem is, it's
3: as a football fan, you don't have enough knowledge to know exactly what it is because you're not an expert so you've got an opinion which is what you state so it's very easy to turn around and say well you know what i'm going to um, you know get rid of the manager get rid of the manager You lost five games get rid of the manager Ooh. a lot of clubs fall into that trap of getting rid of the manager and not actually dealing with the issue uh,
2: Watford have gone 2-1 up Abdullah Decorre with the goal but Gilfie Sigurdsson has the chance to bring it back to 2-2 two, two. it's a penalty at Goodison Park Sigurdsson stepping up against Ben Foster the referee just uh, making sure everyone's outside the areas. he's blowing his whistle now up steps Gilfie Sigurdsson and saved by the legs of Ben Foster what a brilliant Safe. Uh, that is by the Watford goalkeeper. Everton won Watford to the latest score.
0: This, this loves is, is love sport.
2: Drove past your new stadium today, and the angle on one of the roofs has been put up, one of the ends behind the goals. It's quite Mm. nice, you know, it's actually taking shape. Ah, Yeah, yeah. It looks uh, very, very nice indeed. Well, I'm
5: glad that you you think it looks nice, and, and hopefully, it will be a stadium which will be playing top class level football.
2: Yeah, fingers crossed, fingers mm. crossed. Let's get uh, the uh, the opinion of a former Brentford man. Marcus Gale, of course, was a forward for the club. Marcus joins us now. Hi, Marcus. Hi, Aaron. Hi,
1: Billy. How you doing? Up. Hello,
5: Mark. How you doing, mate? All good. Good
2: yeah, to very, have you all. Very well. Good to have you with us, pal. Um, Marcus, what do you make of the, uh, the situation Brentford find themselves in at the moment? Obviously, Thomas Frank under some pressure. Another defeat at the weekend. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, after Saturday it was like, I don't want to look at social media, I don't want to look at the table, <laughs> I don't want to see anything regarding Brentford at the moment because it won't make for pretty reading. Um, and that, that kind of sums up what's, what's the feeling at the club at the moment. I think at, leading up to half-time, if it had stayed 3-0, I've never heard Brentford in that sort of atmosphere before. It felt like it was going to kick off at 3-0. And fortunately enough, Ollie Watkins got the the first goal. And I think it kind of made it a bit more subdued, the booze. But I've never experienced where the ground has been at the tipping point of erupting at 3-0. Um, and that needs to be addressed. It, it, it should have been addressed from Game 1, in my opinion. Um, How?
5: How, Marcus?
1: I, 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 as an next player I, I see things that probably you know, at times the untrained eye don't see. So as an next player I know how players feel. I've seen where managers have made that transition or from coach to manager under Phil Holder. I've experienced that and it, it became a positive. I'm um, noticing with body language, appearance of some of the players out there, you know, I will name him. I will name Ollie Watkins as one as, you know, Bill, Ollie, you can take a picture of him in the 88th minute and that picture that you take of him, it can go in the Matchday magazine because he's immaculately dressed. Not to say he doesn't work hard. He works hard, but he's immaculately dressed. But I noticed in the very first game, his socks were rolled down. And that st- stood out for me. Is that What's going on with his appearance now? Why is his socks rolled down in the very first game of Thomas Frank? And to me, that said something upstairs has shifted. It's and interesting. You know that the manager has changed yeah. and someone else has taken over, which is a, a likeable character, but that doesn't mean it's going to work. And I saw that from the very first game. Well, it's
5: interesting you say that, Marcus, as well, because, you know, we talked we mentioned this a bit earlier about, you know, look, forget about Thomas Frank as a person, but, you know, you talk about Ollie Watkins. Dean Smith yeah. and and only Watkins obviously had a relationship. Dean Smith disappears. Yeah. He's a young player. He he might be dejected. You know, other, there's other players within there. Remain Sawyer's same thing. He might be dejected. So yeah. the question now you're talking about change of dynamics, which you've seen being a professional player. Yeah. Now there's there's rumours going around, and again these are unconfirmed rumours are going around of things like players coming in late for training. You know, we've seen the arguments and people trying to pull themselves together on the pitch. Are yeah. these things that you know you're seeing as, and you've seen as a player as well yourself, are signs that um, the disciplines, you know, so disciplines are that that, 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 that that things aren't necessarily
1: hundred percent. Most definitely, these are clear-cut signs. We, if, if fans can see it, I include myself as a fan as well. But I know this goes on as an ex-professional. I've seen, I've been in squads where it's been discontent and players don't want to pull their way and. You know, I've had to describe it at, at times as when people ask me, what is going on at Brentford? I've said, it's like, you know, mum and dad have gone away on holiday and they've been in le- been left in charge with their favourite uncle. <laughs> and we, we can all relate to that to a point And you think, yeah, we've got a favourite uncle. We can take a few liberties. I, I can see that. Uncle Frank. I'm, the, I'm, players, the, the players need to stand up and start delivering on their own personal performance, not take liberties because you can't get away with it in this modern day. Oh. And the, the signs are that the results ain't going our way at the moment because players ain't at the same level as they was at the start of the season. And these are very good players, albeit young, but these were young players that got the team to a very good start of the season because they was focused. They had that respect and, and that sort of discipline to go along with it. And the change of the manager has kind of taken away some of that, I would say, respect to a level. Um, and I don't think it's just the fault of Thomas Frank. I just think he's a very likeable guy. And it, it must be hard going from the likeable coach that can put an arm around him to someone that is now wait, pointing a finger at him. And I think that transition may affect the players and it may affect the coach as well. And it's not necessarily his fault, but that's just the situation it is.
2: Marcus, I want to put it in, into context to your career. When you were at Watford, um, Luca Viali left the club. I know someone yeah. who, who brought in a lot of, of, of players yeah. and 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 you know an old, a lot of old heads. But you know Ray Lewington, someone who was working within yeah. the club, was promoted diversity manager. You know, took the club through some troubled times as well. What yeah. was the attitude when when Ray took over?
1: Ray from day one. He was extremely honest. He said, if, we train, if I say you're going to train for 90 minutes, you train for 90 minutes. You won't train for 91 or 92. And straight away, the players bought into that. He was very honest. He was very honest with me. He, he helped with my transition from going from centre-forward to centre-half. He backed and believed me. If he, if he left me out of the team, he would say, why? If he brought me back into the team, he would tell me why. He said, because of your delivery, you're in the team. Because I want to play from the back. I want that ball that you can deliver. I want that in my team for this game. And he, and he sold everybody together. He created that honesty and that team spirit. And no one took liberties of him. And to a point, he would switch. He would flip out on people. Ray was the nicest manager, but there was a, a dark streak to him as well. He would go red in the face at players or the squad if things wasn't right. And it's the same with Phil Holder. Phil Holder made that same transition, and why he was successful is because he didn't pander to the senior players.
4: Hi, Marcus. Hi, Marcus. It's Dave here. Um, uh, Going back to Thomas Frank, uh, you you mentioned that some standards may have slipped, some sort of discipline may not be um, as as strong or as enforced as much as it may have been um, before Dean Smith left. It 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 sounds to me that it's really if you if you can't if you can't demand that kind of whether it's respect or discipline from day one, it must be so difficult to rein that back in.
1: That's exactly my sort of phrase when I was in management and coaching. I know it was at lower levels, but my mentality was: you start with the reins tight. If you start with them loose, it's very hard to, to draw them back close to you because you've given them all that freedom. So you have to start tight. And I saw from the first game, things wasn't tight. I've had fans coming to tell me to say, the warm-up wasn't right today, or it wasn't right in that game. And I'm starting to look at it and I'm, I'm scrutinising the warm-ups. And Saturday was no surprise to me where Konza started how he did because I watched his warm-up. Now, Bill, if you was there and you saw how he was dressed in a warm-up, leggings, waterproof, gloves, hat, you thought he was in a blizzard. It wasn't that cold. <laughs> <laughs> the way he moved compared to Chris Metham, and I've spoken to these guys, agents and representatives, they, they rate Conter higher than Metham. I'm like, are you crazy? And I will give them examples of why I think Con- uh, Metham is the one that leads it better because the warm-up that he done was 100%. It was like a Mike Tyson warm-up before a fight. And we know what Mike Tyson done in the first round. <laughs> he uh, was knocking people out. Yes, and that warm up on Saturday told me a lot about the mentality of concert and the team, where it was it was casual. Now that first goal, when you reanalyze it, his first touch went towards the defence, towards the forward. Then he tried to drag it back, <laughs> and then he gets robbed and looking for a foul. Now, as a player, if you're if you're starting a game like that, you don't take chances of. I'm going to show everybody I'm a good footballer. You're a defender first and foremost. And if you're in present danger, what what should you do? You should should look to be clearing the ball, even though we're a passing team from the back. But you have to look at that goal again and think, if he lets the ball run across his body, onto his right foot, he can just clear his lines down the right-hand side. But no, in his head, I'm going to play my way out. He gets robbed. The goal goes in. That sets the tone. Now we're in a reactive state of mind instead of being a proactive state of mind. But you can't be in a proactive state of mind if your warm-up is poor.
2: Marcus, stick with us. We'll be back with you on the other side. Marcus, go with us on Love Sport.
0: Love Sport 558am five, five, Yeah let's
2: head straight back to the lines And talk to Marcus Gale uh, Gary I believe you had a point for him
0: Yeah Marcus
3: I just wanted to go back on That first goal on Saturday And from our point yeah. of view The minute Conza miscontrolled it We knew it was a goal yeah. Straight away and, and I think what really did annoy us Was it was so easy There were about three different ways We could have avoided conceding that goal
1: No, it was clear-cut. But as I said, that's the symptoms of a bad warm-up, in my opinion. And if they don't like me saying that, I really don't care because you're not fooling me. I've played over 700 games. I've done a million warm-ups. I know when a team is on it from the warm-up. I get a lot of information and indication of the home team and the away team of how this game's going to start. That's what I do. I analyse, I I study and, and take information from it. But that was... So, sort of, um, what's the word? You didn't need to go down that road. It was
3: The so, thing is, well, from what I saw, once Consa knocked it back, and it's almost as if we made a mistake and got out of it, and then got back into the mistake, because yeah. Bentley should have then realised that we were getting pressed a bit harder, cleared it, he didn't, he yeah. gave it to Dalsgard, who then, as you said, decided to try and play his way out of it. Yeah. And lost the ball when really he should have just cleared it and turned round and said to Bentley, "Why it's, are you giving about,
1: me the ball here?" It's, it's about responsibility as well. You don't put your, your teammate in trouble and say, "Right, you sort it out," and then he doesn't sort it out. It gives it back to you, and then you got to sort it out, and then you don't sort it out. Yeah, there's, but, got, there's got to be some some better leadership, some more experience in terms of realism as well. And I think the team is lacking that. we have got two talented centre halves that could definitely go all the way into the Premier League and, you know, we've got Chris in senior uh, international football already. If he he can develop and learn from mistakes, who's to say he can't step up into the Premier League and go on to be an England centre-half? But at the moment, we're not learning from the mistakes that we're consistently making. Half the goals that we're conceding at the moment is down to our own doing and lack of learning from from what we've done before It's like insanity At the moment but We keep repeating The same thing And expecting it to improve And it's not
5: So so, Mark, it's just, so I'm going to ask you The question then Because you've said A couple of things First of all you said Thomas Frank It's not his fault You've also said We keep on making We keep on making The same mistakes So t- to me You're pointing At the players Right You're saying It's not his fault You're pointing at the players And the other question I'm going to ask you As an experience I've thrown the three in there Dean Smith and Richard O'Kelly They leave And there's a void How much has this uh, affected the situation do you think um and and you know you've got thomas frame but you know would it make any difference whoever else might be in there because you know the fact that they've come out is that void that they've left kind of not unrepairable but 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 very difficult to 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 sort out it
1: it could be difficult to sort out i think they've They've replaced Dean Smith, who they was performing under. And don't forget, the rot started in the last probably three or four games of Dean Smith's tenure. Mm. And now it's just carried on into Thomas Frank's tenure, yeah? Um, I think that the, the problem is, is that they're, they're, they're used to this comfortable voice. And I think at this moment, they need a voice that can invigorate them into action and startle them they need to be shocked into into get, getting back to playing how they can play and getting the results how we've been used to over the last few seasons now at the moment, we're, we're very comfortable. Players are too comfortable, in my opinion.
4: Mar- in terms Mar- of Marcus, I need I need to ask you this, right? I know yeah. n- none of us have none of us got Crystal Ball here. Uh, you yeah. know, you talk about seven hundred games um, in all your, your experience. And how do you think this is going to work out over the next next month or two?
1: I've, I'm not looking at in two months' time. I'm just looking at the, the, the end of this month. There's a good amount of games over the Christmas period, as we all know. I think there's got to be a, a reasonable amount of points on the board for for Thomas, in my opinion, to to stay in the in the role. I'm not advocating that he should be out of the role, but the players need to step up and get back to where they was at the start of the season. To me, Brentford haven't they don't perform well when there's speculation through the windows that we have. There's a there's a to me there's a weakness in that area when there's January that that comes around or the August window. There's a, there's a dip in form. I don't think the speculation over Dean Smith was helping as well, even though we, we drew the last game that he had, which is a good result in, in that respect. But we don't deal with speculation too well from from what I've seen in the last three, four seasons. Um, the players have to step up now. They need to, to give the manager all that they, they have in respect for him because I believe he's a good guy, a good coach, um, and he has that respect. But the players have to endorse that respect by performing in training, stepping out on that field of play, 100% prepared in the warm-up to start the game at 100 miles an hour and the tempo that we know Brentford can play Because when they play at their level, not many teams in the championship can handle them. We've seen big teams come there and sit back because they know when Brentford are on it, They don't have the ball. The opposition can't get the ball. And we need to get back to that as soon as possible.
2: Brilliant stuff, Marcus. Thank you so much for joining us, Marcus Gale. Cheers, Marcus. uh, Former Brentford Ford there with us. Uh, Let's take a short pause on the back of this. We'll get the opposition view.
0: Love sports.
2: Yeah, they're into six added on minutes at Goodison Park. Everton 1, Watford 2. Watford leading through that. Seamus Coleman on goal. Um, Chaps, we we were looking to get an oppo view. We may do shortly. uh, But let's look ahead to the game against Hull. Hull have had a really mixed few years haven't they i mean i still don't know what's going on with their ownership of the Alam. still i think they still own it i think they're just ticking over they're kind of like a few owners in the championship like you look at people like uh, marcus evans at ipswich who just basically probably just turn up every day and just they don't on. turn
5: they don't turn up i don't think they've been no. to a game for a very long time I know his son esan Alan was running the show he, yeah yeah to, yeah to a certain extent i think they turned up for a rugby match fairly recently but no the uh, the, the, if you speak to the whole supporters trust they will say to you there's still negotiations in play but it looks like there is a, another buyer that's going to come on board they're going to buy them out and there's going to be a new era of Hull city in the foreseeable future which will obviously change things because as far as they're concerned they're not investing in in, in players um you know not saying that they haven't got good players they've got some good players there and they've got you know a half decent manager and i'm sure they're all getting paid half decent um decent money but i think the the the, the gloom around the club is so bad um, I mean we're talking about it's interesting Marcus Girl was talking about the gloom around Brentford and he's not felt it so bad and that's because we've had some
4: bad results just for a particular reason but oh, no. I've had it 10 times worse Sometimes it's just not the, the atmosphere Is not conducive For success You know You need In a football uh, You know Football club You need so many Ingredients To be going your way To get To be You know To, to be a promotion team Or to be someone that's fighting At the top of that um, At the right end Of the division um, You know it's, it's a big game On Saturday For Brentford You know we, we really have to We have to stop the rot And we have to get a We have to get a win And we have to beat Bolton as well You know he, You know I I've said and I've gone on record a few times of saying I don't I don't think um, Thomas Frank is the right man for this job and I, but but I'm always happy to be proved wrong. I you know, it would be great if he turned this around and he and he proved that he, he he's got what it takes to, to to get us back to our winning ways. But you know in my in my mind at the very least that has to start with our first away win of the season on on Saturday and we we can't come out of the match with Bolton any, with anything less than three points. Yeah, um,
3: I don't know. I mean, I would to be honest, Hull isn't an easy place to go and then historically it's not been the best place for us to go and pick up points but um i if we can if we're all right if we can stop no if we can survive the first 30 seconds without conceding the goal that'd be a good start but um if we're i mean to be honest i would be quite happy if we came out there with a draw and just avoid just let's start picking up at least some points because you know it's an away game yes we haven't won but
4: the rain wasn't built in a day but picking up from what Marcus said, really, you know, it's get, it's getting the basics right, and it's setting the standards high, and it's it's, it's making that discipline, it's setting it's setting parameters of what is and what isn't acceptable. It seems to be like they that's slipped, you know, if if what we're hearing about training, where, where, whether how widespread that is. I, who knows whether you know but if, if we're hearing the noises that the, the training is, is is you know the people turning up for late for training if he, if Marcus with all his experience is spotting that the warm ups uh, you know the players aren't approaching the games with the right mentality we, we need equally to start saying that you know uh, lo- losing another game isn't acceptable we, it seems to be then our standards are slipping And yeah, I, that's I, I, I I, I'm, I'm not you know I'm not taking anything for granted about Brentford being in the championship I'm really delighted that we're here still and I don't look at the next Saturday's fixture demanding that we win, but you know that squad, that team that we put out is quality, and, in, and for whatever reason they're not playing quality, and I, and I think we're right to expect us to get a result. I think what a lot of people have said, and I think
5: this is um, a big point with, with Brentford fans. I'll, I'll come back to it again. I keep mentioning last season, first eight games, we we didn't win, um, we hadn't won a game but everyone came away from matches really positive because they saw what the team was trying to do and they saw that they were tr- they were, felt that they were trying. Now, and I know the players will listen to us say, no, don't say that we're not trying, but we can see there's a difference in the way that the, 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 the players um, play the game, you know, the way that the heads go down, the way that they start, you know, they're arguing between themselves, the way that, you know, sometimes we look really, really limp. And a lot of the fans are saying, I'll tell you something, if we went out there and we felt that the team was trying 100% for all the game, and they still didn't get a result we'll feel a lot better than we do now but at the moment now they feel that there's something missing which means that the team isn't able to give what it's um what it what it, what it should be giving
4: yeah i mean the, the raw ingredients are all there when if this isn't a, this isn't a car that's about to be written off this is this is a car that needs an oil change and a new filter i mean it, it it's tinkering to get this car running you know purring again but you know it's, it's you know is is thomas frank that mechanic that can do it i'm not sure i'm not sure but and but we'll see.
2: Is Thomas Fant the mechanic, or do you need Sparky?
4: Sparky? No, don't you definitely need Sparky, no. <laughs> He's just a handsome payoff for a, for a destroy and exit job at yeah.
2: Southampton. Uh, well, he, he could do the full trio of the, uh, the, the West London Clubs Fulham QPR, no. and uh, he'd be doing the jungle thing next year yeah more than likely more than likely mm. and blaming other people as well uh, Everton 2 Watford 2 Everton have grabbed a late late equaliser Lucas dino with the free kick in the 95th minute they're into the 96th there can Everton grab a, uh, a last ditch goal as Liverpool did uh, last week at Anfield against them Watford on the attack now Dare um, I say a
5: side a side a side Ben Rama Ben Rama Ben Rama Ben Rama now, uh, that's going back a couple of years. Saïd Barainia. Yeah, Saeeda. Uh, yeah. Benrama he, he, so he played for us as well, yeah. But Saeeda Benrahma-esque um, free kick. That was kick, a that was. beautiful free kick. Yeah, that was, was the highlight of the game mm, for yeah. me. Yeah, it was a very, very good free kick. But uh, just coming back, like I said to you, I mean, we're talking about the whole game, but we didn't really want to talk about the whole game. It's Monday, and it's too early for us to talk about the game as such. But what we want to talk about is is two similar sides and you know we were going to talk to hull about two similar sides going into this match and when i say similar similar sides who uh who've got good players but they're battling against you know in a division where it's really difficult to maybe have consistency when you're on a bad run and it's like what uh, the similarities between us and hull city are probably closer than we actually think beforehand we thought nothing about it i mean okay they have been the premier league they come back but you know there was a lot of similarities they've got you know Love about that because he's he's, he's he's a half-decent manager he's he knows how to manage teams they've got good quality players who aren't necessarily delivering week in and week out they went to millwall last week and if i remember rightly they were they were winning you know they, they i think they went ahead and they, i think they went 2-1 up and they ended up drawing that game they're a bit gutted about so you know they've got a bit of fight about them they've got a bit of muscle about them and they can actually score goals and you know and produce it and they're gonna they potentially to cause us a problem next week and if we have the same scenario where our heads keep on going down and we haven't got the fight and the, and the battle we're going to come up against some problems next week against them and also Bolton Wanderers in a, a week after that who are you know they're flatliners. but if they think oh Brentford have just given in the ghost before they've even started we could be in all sorts of trouble and coming back to just I'm saying a lot of things there but you talked about Thomas Frank earlier and what he said in his um Billy Reeves interview and he says how long you got and he says I've got till the end of the year of course I'd expect Thomas Frank to say something like that because you know he has got till the end of the year or to the, the end of the season as far as we're concerned, so uh, you know, I- I'm glad that he's saying that because if he didn't, I'd be really worried.
4: Yep, got to stop the rot, though.
5: Uh,
2: let's have uh, the uh, any other bits of business very quickly.
5: Rob Rowan, Thursday. Coming five o'clock, Griffin Park. Fans go there, it's his memorial. It's gonna be a wonderful evening. Please come down there, yeah. Get, get down and um, show your respects to, mem- um, to Rob uh, his memorial service. And Pop- also, um, 21st Friday, the 21st, still besotted.com. Go to the, 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 the event at the brewery, <laughs> yeah. the Fuller's Brewery. It's uh, Lloyd Owusu and it's Darren Powell, and uh, they're gonna be there and they're gonna be able to drink loads. It's free bar.
2: I've got Home my bar. email, I make sure you've got yours. Yes, I'll <laughs> <laughs> radio See you there, with besotted. Thank you very much, uh, Gary, Dave, and Bill for joining us. Hopefully we'll have a bit bit of better news next week for Brentford fans. I'm back Thursday night with the London Football Fan Shows. Catch you then.
0: This is Love Sport. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.